Today's episode is sponsored by Wall Street Oasis. On this show, we talk a lot about the specific skills you'll need to demonstrate as an investment banker. But are you concerned about what your specific chances are at landing an offer? Be sure to check out the WSO Academy, a highly selective 12-week training program that can help you get the job. You'll get one-on-one mock interviews with investment bankers, courses, resume reviews, and an accountability system to keep you on track. Again, this program is highly selective, so spots will open up over time, but check out the link in the show notes and make sure you join the waitlist. You don't have to go it alone when recruiting. WSO Academy can provide the resources you need, so check them out today. Hello and welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. This is the show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking. And I'm excited for this journey for you. I mean, it's just so great to learn all these things. And we've been walking through accounting. We've been walking through enterprise equity value. We've been walking through valuation basics. Now we're walking through discounted cash flow analysis basics. And in the last episode, we tackled the question, how do we get from revenue to free cash flow? There's all sorts of things that happen between those two numbers, between those two concepts. And so we broke those down. And it was a long list, right? You got to account for a lot of things. You got to account for COGS. You got to account for depreciation. You got to account for taxes. You got to account for changes in working capital. There's all these different things. But the question that I want to bring to you today is this. What's an alternative way to get to free cash flow? alternative way. Well, if we understand the connections between the financial statements, it becomes clearer once we understand those things. And we know that the normal way is to basically adjust net income, add back depreciation, and subtract working capital changes and capital expenditures. But what's kind of the faster way, slightly faster way? (laughs) I wouldn't say fast, but it is faster. So you take the cash flow from operations from the cash flow statement, because guess what? The cash flow from operations, remember, you get to that by adjusting net income for things like depreciation and other working capital changes already. So cash flow from operations kind of has those things built into it. So take the cash flow from operations and then subtract capital expenditures. And where do capital expenditures show up in the financial statements? We have to remember this. They show up in the cash flow from investing section. So you can subtract that from your operating cash flow, and that gets you to something called levered cash flow. Levered cash flow. And why is it levered? Well, because we haven't really accounted for interest yet. How do we account for interest? To get to the unlevered free cash flow that we were talking about in the last episode, we have to do one more step. We have to add back the tax-adjusted interest expenses and subtract the tax-adjusted interest income. Add back tax-adjusted interest expenses and subtract tax-adjusted interest income. And why is this? Like, What is this difference between unlevered free cash flow and levered free cash flow. Well, the, the difference is interest. Because remember from the last episode, in order to get to unlevered free cash flow, we had that EBIT that earns before interest and taxes. And then we accounted for taxes, but we didn't do any changes related to the interest. 
However, with with uh, levered free cash flow or with unlevered free cash flow, we do adjust for those changes. So that's the major difference there. But really, the quick and dirty way is take your cash flow from operations, subtract your capital expenditures. That gets you your levered cash flow. And then if you want your unlevered cash flow, you then adjust for interest, expenses, and income. So that's the other way that you can get to free cash flow from using cash flow from operations as your baseline instead of working your way all the way back from revenue. Okay, that's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. We're going to be walking through some more discounted cash flow analysis questions here in the next episode and subsequent episodes. So join me there. Thank you so much. Have a great day.